Well, welcome back, folks, to the Sioux Nation podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jake Geis, and we're here today with Seth Montague, who is the manager of our mill over in Boyden, Iowa. So it's great to have you here today, Seth. Glad to be here, Jake. Well, thanks for coming by because, you know, uh, the big thing right now that's a big news for us in Sioux Nation is the fact that this new mill is here. Uh, maybe to get kind of people an idea of where we've come from as a company, how did Sioux Nation making their own feet start? That's a good question. Um, so the when we talk about a new mill, obviously that meant there was something before the new mill. Yeah. And um, that was a older family-owned company who bought what used to be the Boyden, Iowa Creamery. They turned that into a premix plant. So not making complete feed, just blending mineral premixes together. Um, Family-owned, I think, for about 30 years. And then Sunation came into the picture. They needed somebody to make premix for them. So it made sense. They were close. The location worked out well. And then as things went along, you know, Sunation just bought the mill. Um, that's been probably 20 years or so now. And as the company's grown, we've outgrown that old plant, which was primarily just a very manual plant. You know, everybody was weighing out ingredients separately, tossing bags. And techni- technology's come a long way. So as we've outgrown the plant, we figured... Why not upgrade everything? So now we've got this really nice, sophisticated, highly technologically advanced mill. Um, we like to call it fully automated. I don't know if you can really call anything fully automated. I mean, we obviously still have employees. Some things still have to be handled by hand, but um, we've got things that we're really proud of now, such as like the automated bagger. You know, there's a robotic bagging arm now that stacks bags for us. That eliminated eliminated a lot of work where we needed to have somebody come in and, you know, stack bags on a pallet manually. It's hard labor. And, um, you know, we're really proud to say that we have a place like that where we can have employees that are comfortable, you know, and it's not a danger to them health wise to be there working. It's a pretty exciting deal just from, you know, being able to see the process as it was going up to now when it's actually starting to roll. Um, capacity wise, what's changed in that, you know, going from old mill to new mill? Oh gosh, that's a good question. Yeah. I don't know if we've even figured out what our capacity is going to be. Sure. Previously, um, premix is pretty demanding. So when you talk numbers, you know, it, they don't sound impressive compared to a complete feed mill, but a hundred ton a day or so would be on average for us. Um, With the new mill, since we're still kind of working out some of the bugs, um, I think we've topped out about 120. What that upper limit is, I really don't know right now. But from like specs on equipment, we're guessing we could probably double what we're doing now and still be okay. Wow. That's a pretty big change in capacity from old to new with the decrease and actually all the manual labor involved with it as well. Right. And no, it's pretty amazing. You know, when you, when you bring all this automated software and machinery and what you can do you know we thought we were doing real good before you know putting out 80 to 100 ton a day in this old 1970s and 1960s equipment and it's a pretty big eye-opener guys miss chucking bags um no not at all (laughs) (laughs) i mean they still move quite a few bags you still got to pick ingredients and you know move them from the warehouse to the mixing area but no i mean everyone's back is grateful for not having to do that anymore (laughs) Well, okay. So ingredients wise, I mean, you think about it, Sioux Nation makes feed for cattle, hogs, poultry, 
you know, and then even within poultry, am I miss? Where do I miss in here? Is that kind of? Um, you could even include some of the exotic stuff. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, you could. Be, pheasants are technically poultry, but we classify them differently. The random llama or alpaca mineral, horse sure. mineral. Yeah, sure. All the major livestock species plus some of the other exotic stuff. So your ingredients warehouse has to be pretty impressive as well. There's um, four or five hundred ingredients. Wow. You know, and we double and triple up on a lot of stuff. Sure. And that's just due to the nature of something works better in cattle than it does in swine. Mm-hmm. And it wor- something in swine works better than it does in poultry. So you have to, because we do a lot of specialized mixes, you have to have something specific to each one of those species. And when you do a lot of work for other nutritionists, you know, we're, we're not only a mill for ourselves, we're also a toll mill for other companies. So we allow them to bring in the ingredients that they want to use as well. That definitely would increase the breadth of what you have to carry and keep on, keep on hand and keep stocked at a, and because a lot of these ingredients, I think people don't realize, uh, they have a shelf life. Yeah. And specifically the vitamins. Yeah. I mean, Um, that's what I was thinking about, you know, you know, you, you bring vitamin A in and depending on what paper you want to believe in, it may have a half-life expectancy of 30 days. You know, you're going to lose half your active ingredient there, but we, we turn it quick. And that's the goal is to, even though we have all these ingredients, they're not all in every formula. So the ones that are used the most, we try and turn them quick and keep those active levels high. Well, when you're looking at that mill, if you were to pick what's your, your, you think the coolest new aspect, what would you say is the one that really trips your trigger? Well, there's a lot of them. Um, well, you can list more than one, I guess. But, I, you know, you know, I'd probably always go back to the robotic bagger because every time you take someone in to look at it, it's the first thing you see when you walk in, no matter which door you come in, and everyone wants to stop and watch it. Mm-hmm. So it, it's fascinating, just you know, the accuracy of sensors and the speed at which it can lift those bags and put them on a pallet and not break them. I mean, that's the important part is it's got these metal fingers on there. And if you're off by an inch, those metal fingers go into the bag and just rip it and feed goes flying everywhere. But you can stand there and watch it do 60, 70 ton and not miss a single one. It's, it's impressive. Wow. That's cool. So where do you even find stuff like that? <laughs> you visit other mills and see what they have. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> you, not that you steal ideas, but you need to go see what's working sure, for other yeah. people. And it's hard in the premix industry because there aren't a lot of premix plants. Mm-hmm. So you kind of base what other complete feed, feed mills are using um, and then kind of adapt it to what we do. Just like if you were going to build a new house, you're going to go look at your neighbor's houses and say, I like that. And then think, well, don't really like that. You don't necessarily tell your neighbor you don't like that when you go visit their house, but right. you keep it in the back of your mind like, well, you know, we're not going to do that. Yeah. So yeah, same type of deal, I'm assuming. Yeah. It's you get referrals basically. Sure, you know, sure. You've got the robotic bagger. Well, why did you choose this company, or what are some other options to go mm-hmm. with? Mm-hmm. What would you do differently if you could? That type of question. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah, we've asked that question a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, without a doubt. So well, yeah. No, it's really cool, and I, you know, I, I haven't been able to get over there yet, which I'm kind of bummed about, but that's you know on my bucket list. So to wrap up here, then, I guess the last question I'd like to ask is, is with this new mill and the new capabilities that Sioux Nation has, where do you see 
this mill fitting in in the future and the trajectory of the feed business for the company? And how is this going to benefit the livestock producer? You know, that's hard to answer. Um, when you look at the trends in the livestock industry, it's hard to tell, you know, we, we constructed this mill with the thought of, we have the demand, our producers are growing, you know, so we need to keep up with being able to make them product. Um, and so I guess really the answer is we hope all of that just continues. You know, we want to be able to help our producers keep growing so that we can produce premix for them and be able to provide it to them at, at a reasonable price and in a timely fashion. So we, we just want to be able to keep up with the times. You know, there's that was really the whole reason in constructing this mill was if we kept doing things the way we were, were we going to be able to keep up in the future and be able to grow with the industry and our customers? Well, thank you very much for taking the time to stop by. And thank you all for listening to our podcast today. Y'all take care now. Mm-hmm.